Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Jesse Newell joins us from the Kansas City Star, Kansas City Chiefs beat writer. Jesse, we were discussing what books we have thought about writing, although I don't believe I have the patience to write a book. Uh, Is there a subject matter on your plate that appeals to you about a potential book in your future? I worked with Jason King on a book about 10 years ago, and, yeah, it is a mess to do. I mean, those things, you, they take your time and your effort and your soul most of the time. But um, probably not right now. Um, you know, I, I, I hope for Bill Self's sake that he coaches many more years. But, you know, with this little health scare he had recently, it did kind of come to my mind like, wow, this if this was close to the end, then this guy's going to need – a tell-all book about him at some point. So maybe that one would be the best read. Obviously, I was at many, many bad KU football games with many, many bad KU football teams. I think that would get less readership and less interest uh, than a Bill Self book would. But uh, like I said, hopefully Bill Self's got many more years to go, and that book is about a decade from being written. All right, well, let's uh, transition to talking about the Chiefs, obviously picking at the bottom of the first round. Uh, A lot of ways they could go. They've got 10 picks. Is it is it trade up? Is it best available? Do you think they have a guy in mind, or are they looking to fill a specific need uh, in in the early rounds at least? Yeah, I think they're in a good spot. And if you've followed and tracked them last couple of years with Brett Veach, this is kind of what he does. He fills in most of the positions where the Chiefs are at least comfortable with where they're at right now, so they don't have to force themselves to pigeonhole themselves into a specific position, but. Still, you know, when you have the salary cap thing going on uh, with Patrick Mahomes taking up a lot of that potential room, you're going to have these positions like offensive tackle, like edge rusher, like receiver that most likely you're going to want to take one of those guys in the draft because you get them into your system. You get to pick them. You don't have to outbid them uh, as free agents as the Chiefs weren't able to do to some of those receivers this offseason. And you get them on a rookie deal. It's really cheap. So I would think the Chiefs are going to let the board fall to them. I remember last year, Brett Veach talked about he never thought they were going to get Trent McDuffie in the first round, but he fell and he fell and he fell, and the Chiefs executed a trade and moved up and were able to get him, uh, one of the top cornerbacks on their board uh, when it came down to it there in the early 20s. So I think a trade-up is definitely possible for the Chiefs. They have those 10 picks. Uh, A lot of them are compensatory towards the later round, so it's not quite the draft capital they had a year ago. But I I would look at those three positions mostly, offensive tackle, right tackle. You know, they have Lucas Nying coming back off injury uh they have prince Tegawanogo, who was a backup last year so they have guys there but they probably would like to solidify that position a little bit 
You talk about edge rusher, you know, they have not signed, re-signed Frank Clark or Carlos Dunlap, so there's an opportunity there. Uh, but uh, probably most of all receiver. You know, I just mentioned it. The Chiefs tried to bring back Juju Smith-Schuster, couldn't do it. They were in on the Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, sweepstakes and lost out to a very desperate Ravens team. And so they might just say, screw it, and decide to draft their own receiver here and a guy that they really like. So I'd pay attention to two names when it comes to receiver. I'd say Zay Flowers, who they've had some interest in, and Quentin Johnston, a kid from TCU that Big 12 fans should be very familiar with. Uh, those two potential ones in the first round, whether the Chiefs trade up or not. But otherwise, they could let this board follow them and take out a position of need because those three positions are ones of need, and you can get good value in the first round. Talking uh, with Jesse Newell of the Kansas City Star. The draft coming up in Kansas City on Thursday night. Uh, I want to ask you about that uh, shortly. But there are only a handful of true difference-making quarterbacks in the NFL. Yet every team in the draft that needs a quarterback believes they're going to draft the next true difference-maker and perhaps let better players, players who might better fit their team escape in the interest of trying to find that uh, difference-making quarterback. Uh, what's your What's your thought on that? I mean, you can't, you really can't compete without that kind of quarterback. But there just aren't that many of them. So, what's a team to do? Yeah, this is sort of where um, everybody's word uh, comes in here where the um, analytics come into it and the numbers and when we talk about the rookie deals how you can get players on really really cheap contracts that can produce for you that's what I just mentioned where uh, if you if you think about this in terms of what guys get with a second contract this is really where it comes into focus right Um, what receivers get on a second contract Pretty good money if they're good, right? Offensive tackles. You know, we just saw the Chiefs sign Juwan Taylor to a three-year, $80 million deal. So pretty good money. Um, you talk about edge rushers, uh, the top of the top. Vaughn Miller, they get a lot of money. Now let's go to quarterbacks. What do those guys get? Well, even the guys like Daniel Jones are getting $40, 45000000 million. We know Patrick Mahomes was at the top of the position when he signed his contract extension, and now five or six guys have exceeded him. So – that's what you're talking about with this. I, I agree with you. I mean, the, the case study, obviously, the people that they're going to point to is Bijan Robinson. You know, he's a generational back. We think he probably is in the realm of being potentially a, a future Hall of Fame sort of guy. I hear the old Damian Tomlinson comps a lot. But the problem for that is, like, you could draft him, and he could be really good, but what is that value on a second contract? And you just saw the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. They took a seventh-round draft pick. And they took Jerick McKinnon signing for $1 million at the end of the offseason. And they turned that into gold. So it's more a thought of, you just mentioned it, those quarterbacks that you want to have on your team are not available in free agency. I think there was one available out of the top 15 quarterbacks this past season, offseason out of free agency. Uh, they just aren't available. So this is why teams keep shooting their shots when it comes to quarterbacks because not only can you bring a guy in your system and you don't have to outbid somebody, and, and not only that, they might not be available – but you get them at this contract for four years, potentially five years, you have a fifth-year option with the first-round pick, where they are so severely underpaid. If you land that position correctly, now you can spend all your money on these other positions and fill in the rest of your roster. So this is why we see teams go quarterbacks, and this is why a lot of these guys, like you said, Bobby, if they're a little bit questionable, they're getting pushed up the board, you can understand it at least because this is sort of a math equation right here. And if you do hit on the quarterback, whether it's a 50% chance or a 30% chance or a 20% chance, you're just in such good shape when it comes to the rest of your roster that 
that really can elevate the, the rest of what you're doing. So I understand the thought out there and like, why wouldn't you just take Bijan with a top five pick? We know he's going to be really good. Just the problem with that is, is that you can grab, you know, the difference between a, a really, really elite running back and then a guy like a seventh round pick that the Chiefs got from Isaiah Pacheco last year. It's just not that huge. And you can find guys for not very much money. You cannot say the same at quarterback. And that's why these teams, a lot of the time here in recent years, have gone and taken stabs at them and just try to get lucky, try to hit the right guy. And if you got that, then your franchise has basically turned around. In that vein, uh, Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Are the Jets now in that top tier with, with Kansas City, uh, Cincinnati? I My hot take is that Jacksonville will be better than Buffalo. But for argument's sake, we'll put Buffalo there too is does new york fit in that group or are are they in the next group with san diego miami teams that will still be kind of fighting for the for the playoffs yeah somewhere in between probably but you make a good point too there jeff i mean that you think about this what happens when teams are desperate for quarterbacks what happens like the browns were desperate for a quarterback they took on deshaun watson all his off field issues and paid a bunch of draft capital what do the Jets do? They have a great defense. They have everything else in place. They need a quarterback. They give the Packers a bunch of draft picks to go get Aaron Rodgers. I mean, this is, again, this is another reason why you draft a quarterback because you're just giving up your, your one pick and hoping it hits. And then if you do, you get this cheap guy. But, yeah, I put there somewhere, somewhere in between there. I saw, you know, a super hot take online that some uh, TV show out there was saying, okay, the Jets are number one in the AFC above the Chiefs. You know, I, I, that, that seems pretty crazy to me. But, but this is why, like, the Jets – you could look at their roster realistically and say everything is in place to have a really good team except for the quarterback. Now, there's questions about whether Aaron Rodgers can be that guy, especially as a guy that's now my age, which means you're old. Uh, <laughs> you're old when it comes to football, but um, it definitely elevates them, and this is why uh, we talk about every team is chasing the quarterback. We just know they're so valuable out there, and when your team is lacking everything but that, you'll have a huge hole on your roster, and that's why the Jets made the move that they did. Jesse Newell, our guest from the Kansas City Star. So, I wanted to get back to ask you about what this draft being in Kansas City uh, means. Uh, what's uh, What kind of a crowd do they expect down around this draft? I've heard uh, estimates of, well, my goodness, hundreds of thousands of people gathering in Kansas City, downtown Kansas City, uh, as a part of these festivities. Are we prepared there, Jesse? <laughs> Well, I'm prepared to go to Arrowhead where the uh, the draft room is for the Chiefs. They're not changing things up there and pretty happy I don't have to go into the, the buzz of that. But, I mean, it should be amazing. It should be an amazing display for the city, uh, for local people. And if anybody has crazy interest in the draft and the NFL, it's obviously people around Kansas City. So, yeah, we've heard estimations of 300,000 people. It's the biggest draft stage they've ever created. I think it's five football fields long is what they said. It was so much so, and it weighed so much that they put steel reinforcements on the garage underneath the stage just to make sure that thing doesn't crumble on 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 the four cars or people that are underneath it. So this should be a big deal. And I've seen some photos out there with like a fountain out front of Union Station, and there's the green room, and there's you know all this some some cheap stuff that's out there. So this should be a great display, and obviously it'll be a time for Kansas City fans to show off and show how much that they care about football and. To be honest with you guys, right now, that's about all there is to care about in this town because the Royals stink and Sporting KC stinks and the KC Current have won a couple in a row, but they had to fire their coach to do it. So uh, this calendar is already flipping to football season. I think you'll see a display of that on TV here over the weekend. And before uh, before I let you go, I want to ask you, I know you don't cover the Royals, but I know you have an interest in the Royals, and uh, they are off to just the worst start they could have imagined at 5-18, and 18, the only other team – 
that bad as the Oakland A's, and they're moving. Uh, so what has this done to uh, any kind of interest in the Royals? I mean, they're talking about wanting to build a new stadium downtown. Uh, what, what are you, what's your opinion on where the Royals are with their fan base right now? Yeah, I mean, our, Sam McDowell, our columnist here at the Star, wrote about this last week, that exact topic, which is that is sort of the first line out of people's mouths, which is you want a new stadium and you want taxpayers to pay for it? How about you win a few games first? And this has just been a miserable start for the Royals. Now, I think they're better than they are right now, if that makes any sense. I, I don't think they're going to continue this pace. I don't think they'll be a 100-loss team. And there are some positive signs out there with what they've done for pitching. But the hitting has just been so bad that they haven't been able to overcome any of that. So it's just a real shame. You know, I, I actually did help cover some Royals games out there. been out to about half of them this year and covered their one win at home. They're 1-12 at home. And it just it really starts any momentum before – or stops any momentum before it starts in the season. And you get some boo birds on the second home stand of the series. That's not where you want to be. So it's an unfortunate part, but – uh, if they do ask for money here in the near future, I would consider trying to push that maybe back a year just because right now there is some anger slash turning into apathy for the Royals. And like I said, once the NFL draft happens this weekend, a lot of people's attention in Kansas City will fully focus on the Chiefs and probably continue that way until February. Jesse, always appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. All right. Thanks, guys. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.